Episode two of Toon Talk. Today we are going to be talking about 21 Savage and his most recent album and all of the things going on in his life right now. Um, I'm here with Jacob Schneider. Yes, sir. And we also have special guest Jordan Rickman with us, along with Luke Wynn, who is a part of Toon Talk as well. Hey, y'all. Hey. Glad to be here. All right, well, um, let's just talk about the album. So the album's called I was is greater than who I am. No, I, am. <laughs> I, I am greater than I was. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, so what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, the, on the album name itself, that is. Like, I, I think it's good because, uh, you know, as we've talked about before, like, I, I think like, he is uh, greater than who he was. And I think that's, uh, you know, when you, when you hear that and you listen to the album itself, especially comparing it to the older albums, you're like, wow, like, this man is really, like, you know, progressing, and it, like, motivates me to want to, like, change myself and become greater than I was. <laughs> wow, that's really deep. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> that's my testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, now, see, I'd like to... I, I even think that even in his old songs, um, I think that he was pretty transparent um, about his life and his upbringing and whatnot, but I think that this album is sort of um, a cornerstone of this process that he's been going through and becoming, like you said, better than he was. I mean, I know that I've been a fan of his ever since um, the <laughs> the Cypher Freshman freestyle video in 2016. Yes. <laughs> um, and I mean, I think ever since then, I've just been really interested in his music. And I think a lot of people just misunderstand his, um, the violence in his music. Um, I do think that he's violent and aggressive, but I think that that stems from being raised and, and having experienced violence and aggression. Um, and I think that he's writing what he knows. Um, and like, that's to me personally, what music is all about. Um, so I just think it was really cool to see this album sort of as, um, the ending to kind of this process, this slow process of becoming better, becoming um, just a better 21 Savage in general. Yeah, and I guess going off of what you said about like his, uh, um, like how he's always talked about like his life and like the violence in it, you could look at just the song names of this album and like tell like, oh wow, this guy's been through a lot. I mean, you have Break the Law, Out for the Night, Gunsmoke, uh, all my friends can't leave without it, which like obviously you can like, you know, take different stuff out of, but, and obviously like when you listen to the songs, they have, you know, you can like get the meaning out of that, but simply looking at the, the names of some of these songs on the album, it, I mean, it shows that he's like, he's not here to mess around. He's here to talk about like real stuff. Yeah. I think that's like the big part for me about this album is like, it's not just his typical like guns, violence album which it, it, there is a lot of that in this album, but he also talks about um, like Ball Without You and Letter to Mama. I feel like he actually like kind of opens up a little bit and is like being real instead of just trying to like put on the front that like he is super tough, which he is, but also he's like 
being real about the things that he's like gone through and like experienced in his life. I don't know. I think this album was a big kind of like transition. I'm excited to see what he puts out in the next couple of years. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that I always like kind of like grouped Twenty One Savage in as one of those like mumble rappers, like it's whatever. Um, and this this album was just like a clear like stepping away from that and like kind of setting himself apart because it's like like start to finish like it's a really good album like there's not anything on here that I was like that was a trash song um, so I, I was impressed on first listen so yeah yeah not to mention like kind of as Luke was talking about I think uh, if you like compare him to other rappers uh, you know this generation and like just like you know hot rappers right now uh, they're all like you know even if they're not mumble rapping they're rapping about this kind of stuff like in, a, in like a bragging way like not as like oh yeah I went through this but like they're like, like they're bragging about it, and like that's all their songs are about. And he's like, you know, putting this in the perspective of his life and like what he's been through. And I think that just, uh, you know, maybe maybe respect him and this album a lot more. Um, yeah, I also think it's really important to touch on um, the production of a whole of of this album. Um, I mean, I was just really blown away by. Um, the variety of mixes in each of these songs. Um, everything seemed to be really deep and thoughtful. Um, and I feel like there wasn't, there really wasn't one song that I said, man, I've heard this before. Um, like it really felt like a unique creation. Um, and then furthermore, in terms of production, like these um, features that he has, I think just aid even more to this whole theme of um, like rising from the ashes and 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 growing and and evolving um people like j cole and post and childish all having humble beginnings i think that they just furthermore emphasized um this theme of of growth and and change um in the album that's a really good point i think um it's really cool he's got some like a-list like people on this album like i don't i can't really think of an album that's had like so many like high class, high profile like artists on here. What what else is there on there's um J. Cole, J. Young Cole, Miami, a uh, great Miami. great rapper. City uh, Girls. Uh Post Malone, yeah. Offset, Gunna and Lil Baby. I don't know if they're like tie in rappers, yeah. but uh, <laughs> uh Schoolboy Q, uh Childish Gambino, uh, a few others on there. Yeah, that, and uh, um, Travis is on the mm-hmm. Out for the Night part two. So that's pretty cool. I think it was cool how he also didn't have them like feature, like it didn't say featured. Like you had to listen to the whole album to like. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are surprises all through it. Kind of just like oh, like I didn't know. Yeah. Like Post Malone was on this album. Yeah. Yeah, was, that's kind of really that's cool. kind of like what Travis Scott did with yeah, Sicko Mode. Right. Um, and it just you had that element of surprise the first time you listened to it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So should we get into some specific tracks? What are you guys thinking about? Um, what are your guys' favorites on the album? I mean, my favorite is the very first song, uh, A Lot, featuring J. Cole. I mean, I just, I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how much to say uh, compared to the other songs, because, like, they all are unique, but this is just the one that, uh, I guess, like, I don't know, it was, it's like a bump, and it has some meaning behind it. You know, some of the other ones, or all the other ones had meaning, but I felt like they were kind of hard to bump to or, like, listen to multiple times. But this one, I got that, uh, I got those vibes. Yeah, um, I would actually agree and say that for me, I think a lot is um, the like the track of the album. Like, I really think that this is where 
the true heart of his album is. Um, it's just this really beautiful juxtaposition between um, like good and bad things in his life and talking about the abundance of them. Um, and I think that everything kind of hangs in the song and honestly in this album on this um, this one phrase where he says, my brother lost his life and it turned me to a beast. My brother got life and it turned me to the streets. I've been through the storm and it turned me to a G, but the other side was sunny. I get paid to rap on beats. Mm -hmm. um, and I think wow. that that really just demonstrates this slow process of who you are becoming better than who you were. Um, and just a testament to the fact that in our own lives, we can take things that are good, things that are bad, things that are beautiful, things that are messy. And um, like that's part of our testimony in becoming you know, greater than who we were. Yeah. Also, I'm looking at uh, where, where he said uh, in the first verse, I'd rather be broke in jail than be dead and rich. Uh, and I think that uh, I obviously goes <laughs> away from like the like the street life and like what, what he came from. And like that, I mean, looking at that lyric alone, you can tell. And like along with the one you uh, just read out to um, how he's trying to like, you know, like, how he has been trying to get away from that and become a mm -hmm. rare person. Mm -hmm. I like that song because it has J. Cole in it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> big J. Cole fan. But I think, I do like, I agree with what y'all are saying. I think, like Jacob said, it, it does bump and it like has some meaning behind it. Um, definitely blew up um, the charts after. I think Isn't it the probably the most popular song on the album? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I so, so I... I really like the song, kind of the same reason y'all were saying. Yeah. What? Why? Uh, what do y'all think about it being the first song on the album? I think it's important that I think what Jordan said earlier about how it's a kind of like the defining one of the album, and with J Cole being on it, it's just like really interesting to see that he put it first. Mm -hmm. he, it's the first thing he wanted everyone to hear, and it's, and it kind of lets you know that he's like differentiating himself mm -hmm. um, from the whole thing. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. I feel like it sets the mood for the album. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it did for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So another one I want to highlight. I think this is this one's really different, but from a lot. But my favorite is definitely one point five. <laughs> just just starting off <laughs> with the line "pockets on cheese, it's heavy on the cheddar, cheddar." I I mean, <laughs> where, where else do you go? I mean, like I just love that line, and then like he he, he keeps it going with the. Um, why you always tripping? You must look up to Ella. A big LMA fan. I love when I heard that. I said, "This is my song. <laughs> this is it." So I was hyped about that. I don't know what you guys think. I like it. I also. I feel like it just comes in so hard with that line. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That one bumps. Right. I really like that song. Mm -hmm. And Offset on it too. It was that yeah. song came on like it was in the midst of all the uh, Cardi B stuff. Yeah. And we we're like Offset. The heck. Um, so that was, that was a surprise, so. For sure. Mm -hmm. I think another one that I really appreciated just because my high school self was a huge Childish Gambino fan was Monster. Um, I just thought, first of all, it's just a great song to listen to. Um, and second of all, like this, this whole idea of um, humility, like recognizing that, what is it, like power, money, and the fame make a monster. Um, I think even 21 and Childish acknowledging that these things, although they're really good and really exciting and really awesome, can create this 
beast in a negative sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely was another another favorite of mine. Yeah. I mean, Childish coming in on that track was just like a big surprise. Yeah. Had, like, wasn't expecting that at all. So especially because Childish doesn't do features like very often, right? Yeah, you don't see a lot of yeah. stuff. Didn't Monster get put out before the album too? Was it a single first? Uh, I think like a day before. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like a day before the album dropped, he had Monster. Were there any other ones? I, I'm trying to. Th- I I couldn't remember if he like just dropped that one or if it was like two or three. <laughs> I don't really remember. It was like, it was, the album came out on the 21st, of course, of December. Um, so that was, that was, you know, good timing. Um, and I think it was number one on Billboard for two weeks, yeah. which is pretty, you don't see a ton of like, like big name rappers like Travis, Drake, like people like them are going to be number one for a while, but like for 21 to notch, two weeks of number one is pretty impressive. So um, that was really cool. So, clearly the music was resonating with people. Yeah. I mean, another one I, on the album I you know, Don't Think We Can Pass By is Letter to My Mama. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just so much. Like uh, it's just super deep. And uh, it, I feel like this is like, this song is like, you get like the the best picture of his, of his life and his story and like what his, his mom did for him. Um, but it- both that song and Ball Without You, like, I never thought I'd say this, but they, like, put me in my feels. Like, <laughs> 21 Savage, like, it's getting real. And, like, I don't know. I really like those two songs. They're, like, mm-hmm. he really does go deep and yeah. talks about real stuff that's going on with his life. Yeah, my mama taught me how to cook noodles straight up. I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was just cool to have on the album, just that he, like, threw that out to his mom. And I was like, I feel like some people do that, and it's, like, the songs about their moms just, like, be like, ooh, like, I love my mom kind of thing. But, like, this one was, like, I was like, dang, like, he really does. He like, really does love his yeah. mom. Yeah. So it's just cool to see. So I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah, and like Luke said, like, I mean, <laughs> who would have ever thought that 21 Savage would make a song <laughs> yeah. that could put you in your feels? <laughs> sure, Like, sure. especially after listening to his last album with, like, Bank Account on it. Like, uh, like yeah, like, this guy bumps, but never would I ever have expected he, like, Had any put out a song like this. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's funny thinking about his last album was called Is an Album, and then we have I Am Is Greater Than Who I Was. Like, how do you just go from that? Yeah. That's a clear divide, so. Um, pretty cool. What do you guys think of All My Friends with Post Malone? Mm-hmm. I really like that one. Yeah. Post, I, Post Malone's got to be, like, the best one in the industry to, like, for those melodies right now. They're just, like, <clears throat> infectious. I don't know. Man, I just... It, it's yeah. so good. The melodies. Yeah. That's right. He's a king of that, so... That's definitely right. Yeah. It's basically a Post Malone song, though, at yeah. its core. <laughs> it does. It Yeah. It basically is a Post Malone song, but it is on 21's album. Yeah. And I, I do think he, I really like his verse in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Verses. It's kind of a sad song, too, when you think about, like, all his friends just, like, want to be his friend because he's rich and famous now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is sad. But. It's the price yeah. you pay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like the, uh, I, I mean, I like the song as a whole, especially because of Post, but. I just also like the fact that he, you know, brought the 12-car garage again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey. I, uh, there were some, definitely some good memes from that. And, uh, it, you know, it kind of, like, it kind of, like, it, it like referenced, uh, you know, a, a line that, or, like, a, a phrase that he's used in previous albums and stuff. And 
uh, kind of reminds you, like, oh, yeah, like that, you know, he, he's still, like, the same 21, you know. Yeah. He's, like, growing, but he's still, like, you know, mm-hmm. still joking about 12-car garages. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, it, what do you guys think about that? The He got, what, deep, got... Deportation. Ice, ice, ice. Yeah. He was yeah. behind bars for like eight days, eight, nine, eight, nine days, something mm-hmm. like that. Which kind of like makes the album like have take on different meaning now that you think about it. Yeah. Like that. I mean, we can get into some tweets, but I mean, they were obviously really funny. Yeah. Um, I don't. We don't think deportation is a joke. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you had to laugh. The me- at yeah, those. yeah, the memes were funny. Yeah, the memes were funny. Like I think that one of um, it's like uh. What, what 21 Savage really meant when he said he had a 12-car garage. It's like that picture of all the boats out in the Or there was, was I, I saw one that was like the same thing, but like, like the you know, like those two-story like tour buses, like the red uh, tour yeah. buses. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe it's like, because like he says like, uh, like he says, why you got a 12-car garage? He says, because I bought six new cars. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like six, so those buses that like take <laughs> off like two spots. So it <laughs> really does sense. like fulfill the 12 car garage. Um, oh my God. I know my favorite meme was either the one where it said uh, 21 Savage really meant when he said five foot five, she's my ride or die. And it was a picture of Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> was five foot five. Oh um, either that or the tweet that gave a little shout out to. Six nine, <laughs> who's in the middle of uh, uh, he was in the middle of a big trial too, and you know talking about how he doesn't snitch on anyone, but then once he hears that he's gonna get forty seven years, he says, "Man, twenty one really looks like he's from England." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, uh, not one. to not to mention like the just like the photoshops of him and like the big wigs and stuff. <laughs> like uh, those are funny. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one probably was when it was a tweet that said when 21 Savage said ninth grade I was playing football he meant soccer <laughs> 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 like has he really been trying to get this deep meaning in his songs like all along like, yeah, we, just know, just we just didn't see it like, <laughs> uh, I saw one of <laughs> it's this video of Drake like like trying to fight someone and it was like Drake when he found out 21 Savage was a British citizen before him <laughs> <It's just so laughs> that one was good Oh, okay, wait, another good one <laughs> that just gets me weak. Says, he's no longer 21 Savage. That's Sir Savage the 21st. <laughs> yeah, it's Sir Savage the 21st, Lord of Zen 6. <laughs> wait, but no, nah, have y'all, like, like on, a, on a real level, like, do y'all know like what the cross on his, uh, on his forehead means? Yeah. Or like knife, whatever it is. No. It's uh, if you think about it, it's like the Big Ben clock, just upside down. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, I, I saw I saw a video of it. Someone yeah, rotated right. his head and put the Big Ben clock right there. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. One more I have to talk about is the one where it's like Twenty One Savage's parents. Is your visa still good? And then Twenty One Savage, and it's a video of Kodak Black going at hips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one is incredible. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, I think we could go all day with these yeah. memes. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he got bail, right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's out. He's out. Yeah, and he's out. Um, I think Jay-Z hired him a lawyer, which is yeah. cool to see like mm-hmm. people supporting him in the industry. There's a bunch of people who were like really upset about that. Um, so it's cool that he's getting support and he's out. I saw an interview um, today where he was on Good Morning America and like just talking about everything that happened. And he said that like, 
they were like really out to get him like he was just driving by himself and then like all of a sudden like all these cops came out with um guns and they were like we got savage we got him and i'm like that's like sad to be like they're like referring to him like even as savage not like his name and it's like weird that what is his name? Is it 21? I don't know. Let me do a quick, <laughs> let me do a quick Google search. It's some. It's like really long, I think. Maybe it is like Sir. 21. Yeah, it's Sir. Sir Savage. It is. I'm gonna box this. <laughs> <laughs> please just try. Please just try. <laughs> okay, ready? Shia bin Abraham Joseph. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, kind of sounds British. Yeah. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it does sound British. Yeah. So I, I think I read the article that he, like, was born in the UK and then moved here when he was, like, seven or something. Huh. See, I read that he was born in a, like, United Kingdom territory of the Virgin Islands. That he oh, wasn't okay. actually born in the United Kingdom. But Interesting. I did get that from a Twitter article. So, yeah, it might not be we'll accurate. <laughs> yeah, but on the real, like I just don't see how like he could have stayed in the U.S. that long without anybody noticing. Then just yeah. all of a sudden, like they're like, "Oh yeah, he's British." Like let's someone ratted him. him out. I know. That's ridiculous. Ooh. But I feel like they would have noticed. Yeah, I mean, like he he had a visa, and like how is nobody like like how are they like you know eight years after he's overstayed his visa now being like, "Oh yeah, you overstayed your visa." Like let me like let's support you now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. But yeah, well, this this whole scandal with him really does bring a new meaning to the album. I think we all agree that it makes us appreciate it more than um, it also the memes, of course. Um, but like overall, it's a great album. So yeah, is there anything else we want to talk about? The tracks or anything? Do you want to talk about ASMR? Oh, I like the whispering. <laughs> I, do, I do not like that song. I do not. I don't like the whispering. It just. I, I like. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. It's just like funny. Like yeah, like, yeah. like no one no one really does it. And he, he like did it in the. He did it in the Metro Boomin yeah. on Don't Come Out the House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which like I think it was better than that. Yeah, song. that was a great, <laughs> great song. Uh, I just liked how. He, I don't know. Just did something new. We should do an ASMR uh, segment in the podcast. Yeah, so keep, um, keep looking out for that. It's going to be later in the show. Luke <laughs> when doing ASMR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, um, any last thoughts, guys? I'm good. Cool. All right, we're going to be back in a second. Here's a clip from one of 21 Savage's songs. Pockets on cheese is heavy on the cheddar. cheddar. Run off with your money, savage, aka Jerry Heller. Heller. Too much drip, I'm raining by the Gucci umbrella. umbrella. Why you always tripping? You must look up the Ella. Ella. It's only the- All right, now we're going to move into the next segment we have. We're just going to be talking about um, a couple songs we've been listening to a lot and we want to highlight on the show. Uh, Luke, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, one song that I've been listening to a lot is Middle Child by J. Cole. Um, like I said earlier, I'm a big J. Cole fan, and this was a single he put out late January, um, and I really think it's cool. I, like, looked up the meaning behind the lyrics, and I just like how he's talking about how he's not quite, like, the older rappers, like, Jay-Z kind of, um, era, but he's not quite the Lil Pump, new up-and-coming rappers, Mm -hmm. and how he's kind of just, like, a middle child, um, is he actually a middle child? No, he's not. Okay. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. And he's, I think he's like the oldest or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
He definitely wasn't a middle child. I looked it up. That makes a lot of sense, though, what you just said. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I never thought about that. Yeah, the whole song is about how he's he doesn't want to, like, act like he's giving advice to the new rappers because he's really, like, not that much older than them. Not, like, like he's been in the game a little bit longer than... I mean, he's a lot better than them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He should be taking advice from them. Right. But, but he's also, like, not... Like, he's not about to, like, quit. Like, he's still in it mm-hmm. kind of thing. I just thought that was a really cool album, or a really cool single. And Yeah, definitely a good song. I mean, I'm not, like, a huge J. Cole fan. I really liked his last album, but, like, this impressed me. So. Mm-hmm. No, I'm the same way. I'm not, like, he's never been, like, I, I never listened to, like, his, like, old albums until, like, recently. And this, this song is really good. Like, I mean, the, the from the first listen, like, even yeah. to now, like, I can listen to it and it doesn't get old. Like, it, it bumps, and now that I know it has meaning behind it, it's even better to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I've been listening to Middle Child a lot, so I like that song. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, so I think I'm going to do a complete 180 and talk about some country. Um, been listening to Casey Musgraves quite a lot. Um, she just want to give a shout out to her. Her album Golden Hour won um, best album of the year on the Grammys. Uh, so if you haven't listened to the album, give it a listen. Do it. Um, but I want to talk about a song that's off one of her earlier albums called Same Trailer, Different Park called Merry Go Round. Um, Y'all, I've been listening to it every single day, like maybe four times a day. Um, I just think lyrically, she's quite possibly one of the most talented female artists I've listened to. Um, And especially in this song, Merry Go Round, she uses um, some, you know, childhood nursery rhymes to kind of back this, uh, this meaning of of being stuck on a merry-go-round of what we've always known or what we've been taught to think um, in terms of love or religion or um, or even politics. And I just think in this little, you know, kind of honky-tonk country song, she really speaks on some tough issues. You know, she says, like, just like dust, we settle in this town. And I think that that's something that, you know, really got me thinking like, man, like where in my life am I just saying, all right, this is fine. Um, and you know, kind of pursuing getting off that merry-go-round. So that's what I've been listening to. Yeah. Love. I love Casey Musgraves and I hate country music. So it's weird that I literally can't stop listening to her album Golden Hour. So I recommend. Yeah, I don't have too much input on this song because I've never listened to it. <laughs> but uh, after hearing Jordan talk about it, I might have to because it's not like the typical country song where they're yeah. just talking about trucks and girls and beer. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do like country music, but um, it's all the same. But that does sound a little different. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. I, really, I'm, I think I've heard the song. I don't know too much about it. But she went off at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. She won like three awards. Like she got four. four I think four. I read something that like she won Album Year and then all three country awards, which is like the last Same. person to do that was Taylor Swift. So Yeah, well and so um the the CMAs didn't even like they they don't want to sponsor her because they sometimes don't think of her as a country artist and the fact that at the Grammys she won all of these right. country awards just shows that even though she's not the, the traditional 
like you were saying, you know, trucks and yeah. girls and all ye, you know, she, like, she's a country artist. You compare and, that to, like, hip-hop, like, she's definitely more country than... Yeah, right. totally. Uh, for sure. Hip-hop. For sure. Yeah. Right, you, Jacob? Uh, my song is going to be Who Do You Love by The Chainsmokers and Five Seconds of Summer. The, the Chainsmokers <laughs> featuring Five Seconds of Summer. This is the Chainsmokers song. Hey, I think it's an at. Uh, <laughs> I, think they, I think they're co-billed. All right, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, if you guys listen to the first episode, you'll, you'll know I'm a big Chainsmokers fan. So, like, I was a big fan of this song. Um, and it was kind of like all their other songs started off with, like, <laughs> Found cigarettes in your Fendi coat, even though you don't even smoke. Always changing your access codes. Yeah, I can tell you, no one knew. Uh, that's what other songs are about. Just like breakups and <laughs> yeah, like yeah. people cheating on each other. But it bumps and it, 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 it's been growing on me too. Like I didn't like the drop at first, but I, I, I mean, I really do like it now. And I can listen to it. Uh, I, I mean, I listen to it almost every day, multiple times. Uh, which probably won't last for too much longer, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I do think it's a good song. Um, the meaning, I mean, it's just the same as their other songs. But. <laughs> I think it'll be big just because, I don't know, like the middle last year with, with uh, wait, no. To, to, no, everyone just disregard what I said. I was thinking that the song was by Zed, and it's not. <laughs> it's by the Chainsmokers. Um, but yeah. I think it's going to be big. It sounds like a big summer song, spring, spring mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. Yeah, and it's out now. And I think it'll definitely continue to be the song of the summer until summer. They <laughs> 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 definitely should have waited a little bit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, something has a more of a summer vibe. but. Well, I mean, I'm, it sounds like every other 21st century chain smoker song. Yeah. And I, I, that's why it's, yeah. it's becoming popular. Yeah. When did it drop? Did it drop yesterday? Or? No. No, it like dropped a week, like, yeah, a week like, or so. Like last Friday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or Thursday. Yeah, it was yeah, last New Music Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also like that they included uh, Five Seconds of Summer. I mean, they're a boy band, but... Um, they're more than that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they're more. They're uh, a rock band now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I did like listening to them behind a Chainsmokers beat, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about that song. Uh, Carson, what about you? Um, I want to talk about a song that I didn't, a person I didn't know who existed or, and a song. Um, she was, uh, her name is Brandi Carlisle, and the song I want to talk about is called The Joke. She performed this song at the Grammys, and I like, this year I was like, I'm going to listen to every album that was nominated for album of the year, just so I was like educated and I had a good opinion. Um, so I did it like an hour before the Grammys happened, so I could like, you know, just know. And this song was so good, and then she's saying it live, and she's got she's got some chops. Like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. y'all need to go find the video for singing it at the Grammys. It's so good, and like the lyrics are, um, let them laugh while they can, let them spin, let them scatter in the wind. I've been to the movies, I've seen how it ends, and the jokes on them. It's so good. So I, yeah, I mean, check her out. I don't think she ended up winning. Um, I think she won all of her categories. I don't know. I think probably like singer songwriter kind of. Yeah, she didn't win anything major. Yeah, but she was up for album of the year, and I think the joke was up for song and record of the year. Right. Um, so yeah. It's a little bit slower, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird for me. I usually like trash. So. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say she's definitely someone I think that's different and out of your music yeah. sphere of taste. <laughs> um, sure. And I mean that I mean that in a really, like, I think it's really good that you are 
um, pursuing more diverse music. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really, that's growth right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am is greater than I was. Yeah, like, you're doing it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really, I think she's really cool. She's um, definitely an, an interesting artist. Interesting, I would say. Um, but has a lot of talent. And that performance was really incredible. It was really incredible. I think the song reminds me of Shallow a little bit, which is why I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So. All right. Well, I guess that's all we have for you guys. Uh, hope you enjoy. And as we said before, uh, if you have any artist or album or song that you're passionate about and want to talk about on the show, let us know and we'll, we'll get you on. So, I'm Jacob. I'm Carson. I'm Luke. And this was Jordan. <laughs> and this is Team Talk. You was inside the house. I know he gonna be a rat one day. Right now we call him a mouse. I got lots of strikes. I might shice. You can roll the dice. You might lose your life. Keep my desert eagle on me. Ain't nothing nice.